Hi, wherever you're listening to me, I hope you're doing well. I'm Hari Arakli and this is today's Tech Briefing. America's Supreme Court yesterday heard arguments in a case against Google that some feared could alter an important US law with implications for free speech on the internet, CNBC reports. The country's top judges, however, expressed hesitation in changing the fine balance set by the current rules, according to CNBC. The case is known as Gonzalez versus Google, brought by the family of an American who died in a 2015 terrorist attack in Paris. The petitioners argued that Google and its subsidiary YouTube did not do enough to remove or stop promoting ISIS terrorist videos seeking to recruit members, which they argue is a violation of America's Anti-Terrorism Act. Before the case hit the apex court, Google won in the lower courts on the basis that the rule, called Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act, shields it from liability for what its users post on its platform, according to CNBC. The lawyers for the family argued that it should not apply where Google actively promotes user-generated content such as through its recommendation algorithms. Tech platforms and many free speech experts warn that changing Section 230 will have broad implications for how the internet operates, incentivizing popular services to limit or slow down user posting to avoid being held liable for what they say, according to CNBC. India and Singapore have linked their digital payment systems, UPI and PayNow, to support instant and low-cost fund transfers in a major push to disrupt the cross-border flow of money between the two nations that amounts to over $1 billion each year, TechCrunch reports. The linkage between the two systems went live yesterday, officials from the two countries' central banks said at a press conference, according to TechCrunch. Eight banks, including DBS, Liquid Group, Axis Bank and State Bank of India from India and Singapore, are currently participating in the collaboration, they said. Indians and Singaporeans can use their local payments systems to send money across in real time, according to the officials. For now, an Indian user can remit up to 60,000 rupees or about 1,000 Singaporean dollars a day, the Reserve Bank of India said in a press release yesterday. The plan for this linkage was first announced in 2021. In some IT services news, Wipro has asked fresh recruits holding job offers from the company to join at half the salary, roughly, than was originally offered, Economic Times reports, citing an email from the company to the job seekers. The recruits for roles such as project engineer had originally been offered 6.5 lakh rupees as annual compensation and they are now being asked to join the company at a salary of 3.5 lakh rupees, according to ET. This applies to graduates of a training program at Wipro called Velocity during the current fiscal year, which ends March 31st. The program would have made the recruits from a category called Wipro Elite to enter a cohort known as Wipro Turbo. Wipro Turbo candidates were originally offered 6.5 lakh rupees each, according to ET. In light of the changing macro environment and, as a result, our business needs, we had to adjust our onboarding plans, Wipro told ET in a statement, according to the paper. Meanwhile, larger rival Capgemini yesterday forecast weaker revenue growth and said it would slow down hiring in 2023 amid a global economic slowdown, Reuters reports. 
Capgemini's shares ended down 2.78% yesterday on the Euronext Paris Stock Exchange. Capgemini, which offers consulting, digital, technical and engineering services, grew its workforce by 11% in 2022, reaching a headcount of 359,600 at the end of December. However, the number of staff rose just 0.3% from the end of September, according to Reuters. Chief Executive Ayman Izzat said the group had slowed hiring in response to sluggish demand for cloud, data and artificial intelligence services. We are optimizing our operation, taking advantage of the lower attrition and also factoring the fact that we have lower growth in front of us, Izzat told analysts in a call, according to Reuters. Capgemini expects its 2023 revenue to grow between 4% and 7% in constant currency, which eliminates variations due to exchange rate fluctuations, compared with 16.6% last year. Its annual revenue reached 22 billion euros, or $23.48 billion, on bookings of 23.7 billion euros, an increase of 16.8% at constant exchange rates. Scient, a Hyderabad-based engineering services provider, has announced a partnership with US-based ThinkTrax to help manufacturers increase efficiency and reduce costs, the company said in a press release. Rabakar Shetty, chief digital officer at Scient, said this partnership adds to Scient's digital ER&D focus and will help global customers improve efficiency and reduce operational costs. Solutions from Scient and ThinkTrax will improve customers' performance KPIs with faster machine connectivity, dynamic visual feeds and decision systems, according to the press release. And if you think you're working too hard too many days, there's news from Britain that might bring you some cheer. Several British employers trialling a four-day working week have mostly decided to stick with it after a pilot, which was hailed as a breakthrough by campaigners for better work-life balance, Reuters reported yesterday. Employees at 61 companies across Britain worked an average of 34 hours across four days between June and December 2022 while earning their existing salary in the pilot. Of those, 56 companies, or 92%, opted to continue like that and 18 of them permanently, according to the report. The trial is the largest in the world, according to Autonomy, a UK-based research organisation which published the report alongside a group of academics and with backing from a New Zealand-based group, 4-Day Week Global, according to Reuters. The majority of those who participated in the pilot agreed productivity had been maintained and staff said their well-being and work-life balance had improved. Data from the pilot also showed that employees were much less likely to quit their jobs if they had to work only four days a week. That's it for this briefing. You can find all our podcasts on ForbesIndia.com and on your favorite podcast app. I'm Hari Thank you for listening. 